Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in Smackdown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hey, make sure you're subscribed to YouTube if you if you look if you actually want to get your notifications. Yeah, because we've been getting like into another one of those weird sub drops lately. Yeah, it's been pretty substantial. And then I noticed somebody either in the comments or on Twitter, I forget which one, said, "Hey, I've I've been unsubbed to this." It was on YouTube. So they they might be pulling some shenanigans again. Make sure you're subbed to Going In Raw if you want to be. Uh, you know, make sure they haven't uh, you know done that on the sly mm-hmm. in the dead of night, Larson. Yes, uh, we're also available uh, wherever podcasts can be found. We have a great partnership with Castbox. Be sure uh, to sub to Going In Raw on Castbox. Who knows? You might be the recipient of oh. a thanks, friendo. Hey, thanks, you know friendo. what? We're rapidly approaching 600 comments. I think I checked this morning. 577. Wow. So count in about a week. Let's yeah, see we're, up to we're 577. So Still. you could be number 600 comment. We're, we're looking to get there by Friday. All you got to do is get on, download the CastBox app, sub to Going In Raw, and then leave us a comment. Oh, here uh, we go. Jeremy Wilkinson. I tried out CastBox based on Steven Larson's recommendation. It's real. real. Thanks, guys. You have the best wrestling podcast out there. Thanks, friendo. I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this there. Thanks, friendo. Look, there. Replied. Done. So you could get a thanks, friendo, also. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another one. Go ahead. Uh, Dan Romanelli. Switch podcast apps for you guys and have been enjoying it so far. Keep up the great work. Thanks, friendo. Yes. Anyways, uh, we are also... Uh, Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Um, we have many reward tiers. Yes. And many tiers. rewards associated with tiers, those tiers, including. Here's one of them. Look at that. Friendo Care Package. Boom. A comic book. It's a, like a 32 or 40 page comic book. A new Stephen Larson adventure that, that can, can only be found uh, in the pages of a comic book. Yes. You get a bunch of stickers and a postcard. It's got all our old logo stuff on it. Eventually, I'll update the Friendo Care Package with new logo. Anyways, we're also at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. Check it out. We got a bunch of great designs there. Oh, boy. Boy, a lot of people were steamed. We had some steamed hams last night. Hams. Hams. Uh, Over uh, what could be considered one of the worst segments in recent history. It was pretty lousy. A lot of people are comparing it to Bailey, This Is Your Life, and the old day. Um those uh those segments uh from yeah no that's kind of what we said it Raw's was it was past. it was, was going to be one of two things with yeah. no middle ground either yeah. Sami Zayn would somehow make the segment entertaining yeah or it'd be an absolute train wreck 
Yeah. And we were pretty confident it was going to be a train wreck. Yeah. Um, and and we're, we're, we're right about yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was a disaster. That was a pretty sure bet. And here's one thing. I got to take you to task on this, my friend. What? The next time I bring up impact and you get that look on your face. Oh, man, that was immediate. And you get that look on your face. I want you to remember the last major angle they ran with, oh, with Bobby, Bobby Lashley, Lashley yeah. was really damn good. Yeah, I can believe that. It was really damn good. There was depth, complexity, some realism to it, a little bit of little bit of shoot well, in there. They were they were working off the idea that he might quit wrestling altogether and, and dedicate to MMA, de- dedicate himself full time to MMA, right? They brought in his entire MMA family, American yeah. top team. Yeah. They brought in Stefan Bonner, who was wildly entertaining. Yeah. They had a really fun match at uh was they bound for glory? I don't know, maybe Slammiversary. I don't really know their pay per views. But uh but contrast that. Oh, they have done nothing with Bobby Lashley. To what we've got from the WWE, and you cannot say that Impact, from time to time, still kind of knows what they're doing in WWE. Well, I don't think I'd ever, I would ever said that Impact wasn't capable of doing good stuff. I'm just not interested in watching it. Yeah. Um, WWE took, just left a colossal turd in the mouths of of many fans last night, and this is coming off the heels of the uh, of reports that they're on the verge of signing a $1 billion deal. With Fox to air SmackDown Live. Exactly. And then they wheel out this trash. And here's the sad thing. <clears throat> For a lot of people, this sullied Raw altogether. I actually thought, with the exception of the extended Roman Stephanie promo stuff at the beginning, and this ridiculousness with him being this anti Well, let's start with that. Yeah, let's, yeah. Start with let's, that. let's start, let's start with, with that. that. So, we, we can talk plenty about the Sami Zayn segment yeah. uh, later on. Um, so the show kicked off with Kurt Angle coming out, dropping a bit of a promo. He's interrupted by Stephanie. Um, and the kind of the, the overriding uh, arc for Kurt Angle was that Stephanie was stealing spotlight authority from him. I mean, she's the commissioner, so she you know holds basically absolute authority over yeah. Raw. Yeah, yeah. But Kurt was saying he was going to preside over the uh, contract signing between Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey for their match at Made the Bank. Steph comes out and says, hold on, I'll do that, thank you very much. Um, Roman Reigns comes out, you know, or ambles out. <laughs> yeah. That's the story of Roman Reigns, not just tonight, tonight but pretty much since Rus- WrestleMania. Zero intensity from Roman, g- zero genuine intensity from Roman Reigns. Yeah. Especially during this, his match later on against Kevin Owens that happened right after this segment. He just felt like he was just kind of going through the paces, a lot of it. Yeah. And like he'd be, have to be intense to go to the ropes and kind of shake him mm-hmm. mildly like this. Yeah. Everything is done at like 70%. I know. And then they wonder why he doesn't connect. Yeah, I know. I mean, I you know. see Kevin Owens who can be doing the most basic thing. Yeah. But there's purpose behind it. Man. And, he, and, and he's able yeah. to communicate that. When Kevin Owens is out there, it's such a joy to watch. Maybe that's why I didn't really know. I mean, I think I've just, I've just come to accept that the 70% Roman is what we get these days. And so I always focus on, like, the guy he's fighting. Yeah, and yeah. So Kevin Owens is always a joy to watch because yeah. he puts everything into everything he does. But even you're, – you're absolutely right. When Roman – so Stephanie then comes out. Um, says she's going to preside over the contract signing. Roman right. comes out, says, you know, hey, what about – essentially, what about me? What about Roman? If you're going to talk – if you're going to say my name, say it to my face. Yeah, and so she says, you know, I've taken your concerns about being overlooked, passed over – all the way up to the top, all the way to Vince. Sorry, can't help you. Yeah. So they're interjecting Stephanie into this storyline about Roman being screwed out of the title, essentially. We were asked about this on, on Matt Chat. Yeah. Matt Chat, was it this week or the week before? I think it was this week. Wasn't yeah, it? I think it was this week. This past week. Whether Stephanie could be the one to eventually get Roman over because uh, I'm trying to remember who asked the question. I don't recall. I was going to look it up right now. Okay, good. Continue. Um, no one likes Stephanie. Mm-hmm, right. So if anybody can get Roman over as, as a face... Why not Stephanie? And Stephanie can Stephanie knows how to she knows how to work that stuff. I mean, yeah, she, yeah. If, if anybody could, like she did a fantastic job with the Ronda Rousey yeah. stuff. She's done good work in the past. Yeah, but Ronda Rousey also didn't have four years of not being accepted by the fans. Oh yeah, against yeah, her. yeah. I mean, and I and I and I brought the idea that you know Steph was involved in the Roman Triple H storyline a couple of years mm-hmm. back. Yeah, obviously that didn't do the trick. And, but, and Triple H actually went a long ways towards towards making that work when it did work. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, Vince mm-hmm. for eating Superman punches off the apron yeah, like seven yeah. years old. So anyways, Roman you know, goes on and on. Kevin Owens comes out. 
and says, uh, you know, Stephanie doesn't play favorites. I'm, I'm, I'm Vinny Elliott. Vinny Elliott, thank you. Um, you know, I can testify to that because I have problems with her brother and her father, yet she brought me over to Raw. He rests his arm on Steph's shoulder. She says, don't ever touch me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, and this is great. Kevin Owens, to get heat, praised Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm, he yeah. says, I actually like you, Roman Reigns. Yeah. I actually like you a lot. And I think we, you, you guys, you, you people here in the audience like to chant, let's chant, thank you, Roman. And it all related to him attacking gender, Roman attacking gender, allowing Kevin Owens to get in the money bank qualifier and winning that match. Mm-hmm. So self, his thanks, his appreciation of Roman Reigns was self-serving. Nonetheless, he was speaking highly of Roman, but it was to get heel heat for himself. Yeah. Brilliant move by Kevin Owens. Yeah. The, so, I mean, the, I mean, that does indicate, because he's not going to go off script, right? Yeah. Doesn't that indicate there's some level of, like, self-awareness well, there? Who's the, the last two Royal Rumbles, who's been the last person eliminated? Roman Reigns. Yeah. To get a face pop for whoever wins. Yeah. So, no, they're aware that Roman Reigns gets booed. How do they not understand that this is a hole they're not digging their way out of with any storyline in the current incarnation of Roman Reigns? It's, it's th- so weird. I think there's probably Vince who is, oh, I'm not deviating for anybody. Yeah. And then there's everybody else. Yeah. And there's people that are savvy enough to realize, okay, this is, the, this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. And they try to use that to advance story or character. And then you got Vince saying, ultimately, in the larger picture, no, Roman is my guy. We're going full speed ahead with his push, and we're going to get him over as face of the company type guy no matter what. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, this all leads to a match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Stephanie makes a match. Happened right now. Yes. Um, and yeah, Roman Reigns is kind of sleepwalking through this whole thing, I felt like. Yeah, but I mean... There, you know. <laughs> there was one part where uh, Owens is out of the ring, Reigns is in it, and like he can just hop through the ropes and hop down the floor from the apron. Mm-hmm. Instead, he walks through the ropes, slowly walks across the apron, down the ring steps, yeah. and then walks over to Kevin Owens. Gosh, show some urgency. Maybe he thinks that he's supposed to be more of like a stalking type No, guy. but there wasn't. No, there was zero menace to it. <laughs> Maybe it he doesn't like he, know. I don't think he knows that. Dude. He just seems like he was taking his time. I know, I know, I know. I mean, because it's, it's, it's a bummer because Rowan can be a capable performer. Yeah. You know, for a while we, we were like, you know, he, he, his selling is, isn't consistent. He's gotten better with that. But ever since Mania, especially, maybe because he was, you know, he found out apparently day of mm-hmm. or that weekend that he wasn't going to beat Brock. And then he's like, well, what the heck am I even bothering? At yeah, this point I know. For I know. I, I kind of feel like that. that's the vibe that I get from him. And, you know, I'm not looking to, to enter the headspace of Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know. But it, it gives off the vibe of what are we even doing here? Yeah. Like, what are you doing with me? Yeah. Because it has entered this this really bizarre space of so like we we had our whiteboard out like a couple weeks ago talking about roman and where exactly was he in this quest for roman to be the guy have they moved on from it and that was the one saving grace that we had always talked about post mania was at least the experiment will be done with yeah and they man they just peed all over that didn't they yep because this experiment is nowhere near being done evidently but there does seem to be some element of, well, we still want to see if we can do this, but not so hardcore to the point that we're going to mortgage everything off it because they still have Finn Balor and Braun in very and, high positions. And Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins. Who and it, might be the most over guy in Raw right now. I think he might be. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, the, the the match went on. Um, gender eventually interfered. Yeah, uh, Reigns. Uh, with rib tape, you called that one. Yeah, yeah. Owens and, and Reigns were outside. Reigns speared Kevin Owens, and then right after that, Jinder Mahal attacks Roman Reigns, gets him back in the ring. Kevin Owens joins in in the attack, and then mm-hmm. Seth Rollins comes out and makes the save. Yeah, and that leads to a tag team match. Yeah, which as soon as Jinder came out and Owens joined in on the attack, I was like, oh, okay, we're getting a tag match now. Here comes here comes Seth. Well, when Seth came out, I was like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. But here, okay, so here's my thing, like, and then we get Seth Owens. I'm mean, so we get uh, Seth Rollins. We get Kevin Owens. We get Jinder Mahal. Three guys that I actually really like. Yeah, um, all in a match together. I thought it was fun. I thought that this entire chunk, taking up essentially the first, first entire hour, hour yeah. I, I I actually kind of like when Raw does that. I think that's no, that's I do one too. thing that we would miss if Raw went back down to two hours. Yeah, we definitely is would. that. They, it, it feels kind of special when they do these long things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, maybe that's why Roman didn't have that sense of urgency because he's like, man. I got another match another. Yeah, exactly. But I will counter with the fact that Kevin Owens did. 
Oh, Kevin Owens did. Seth Rollins has done that before with the gauntlet match. Countless other people have done it and never let up on the intensity. Mm -hmm. Why none of those people are currently universal champion? I don't know. I do not know. Going back to that tag match, great stuff. Seth Rollins is the man right now. Oh, he's the man. Absolutely. He is operating on such another level right now. Um, He seems ever since... uh, It seems like ever since the Shield got back back together, I'll, I'll really say that Seth seems... Finally comfortable in his role as oh, yeah. one of, if now probably, top face on Raw. He seems completely comfortable in that role, really knows uh, his character, where he's going with it. And he's putting on phenomenal, match, phenomenal matches week after week, which goes a long way. And I think that's primarily why he's really getting over it, because he's night in and night out putting on the best matches, you know, starting with that gauntlet match and carrying on ever since. It's crazy, like, what can happen, you know, people are watching pro wrestling and the guy who puts on the best pro wrestling matches is the one that gets over the most. Is the one that is loved by people. Yeah. It's crazy how yeah. that happens. And yeah, you, who'd, who'd, who'd think that'd be the alg- <laughs> who'd algorithm there? That would happen, yeah. Anyways, uh, Rollins pins Owens after a stomp. It was kind of great because <laughs> oh, Owens I at love first that. averted yeah. the stomp and then just got it again. It was great. <laughs> yes, Seth sort of course corrected. Okay, now you're here. No, that was good. I like that finish. Um, Rollins and Reigns make their way up to the, the top of the ramp. Jinder, out of nowhere, attacks them both with, with, with a chair, mm-hmm. and he really lays into Reigns. Oh, yeah, that was good. And later on, it was announced that Jinder will be taking on Reigns at Money the Bank, but also next week, Jinder will challenge Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. This will be a true test of Seth Rollins' wrestling abilities if he can get a match on par with what he's been doing at a Jinder Mahal. It'll be fine. Like, Jinder Mahal, we've said this before, Jinder's not a great wrestler. But when he and, works with someone who works a fast yeah. pace, his matches are better. When and he has Seth a, when he has a stinker pace. opponent, his matches are unbearable. But when he's got a good opponent like an AJ Styles or somebody like that, and Seth Rollins is obviously way up there as well. God, it, I really would love to see Seth just one match in New Japan. Oh, I know. Just see what he's not doing. I know. See what he's not doing. I know. That'd be fan. Man, that'd be something else. Ooh. That is him versus Kenny. Oh, man. Let's give him 45 minutes. Oh, him versus Okada. Yeah. Oh, man. Versus Naito. Oh, man. Anyways. Versus Will Ospreay. Oh, man. I saw uh, uh, a little video sequence of some match that Ospreay had recently where him and the dude were doing, like, all sorts of ninja stuff, ninja things to, like, start off the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so cheesy. <laughs> it's You know, I think, there's, I think there's, there's a place for that. You know, it's the old Jim Cornette pissing all over it thing, you know, the Osprey and Ricochet type stuff. I think there's totally a place for that, and like I love to see it sometimes. But sometimes I'm like, it's just you're just dancing around, man. <laughs> but Seth is the man. I love Seth. Yeah, Seth is great. All right, now we're to the Sami Zayn <clears throat> segment with the Lashley sisters. Oh man, I don't know what dude. What is with this? Like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we had they brought out the little person gimmick. Oh, that's right. Which just makes me even like when I was thinking about it more. I'm like, God, it's just it's. It's dude, it's 2018, man. You can't be doing that stuff anymore. You can definitely tell the segments where Vince was like the creative mind behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one. Yeah, this is probably another one. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't like. I I don't get. It. I honestly don't get it. I'm like, how can you be so freaking tone deaf? How can you be so outrageously tone deaf in this day and age? You're having three guys come out uh, dressed like women, and then you know, get their asses handed to them by Bobby Lashley. It, it was, it's, it's number one. None of it was, none of it was actually funny. None of it was clever. I mean, I'm fairly certain there's at least 10 levels of being offensive there. <laughs> like it just doesn't, man, here, here's the thing that boggles my mind. <laughs> you just signed or you're on the verge or whatever. You have agreements. If the reports are to be to believe that. Oh you're, yeah. Yeah. Five hundred, about four hundred fifty million dollars in TV deals, and you're gonna and you're gonna risk the reputation of your company because you know how it works. Everybody on Twitter starts crapping all over this. Yeah, and it it was the same thing when they named their tournament or their, their the 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 battle royal the the fabulous Moolah thing. Twitter crapped all over it. Got back to one of their sponsors, and they said, eh, "You better stop that if you want this Snickers money." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Same thing can happen with these with Fox. Wait, you're going to be doing this kind of stuff, and we're giving you how much? You're going to uh, put our no, network. Yeah, maybe we're not going to give you that much money. Yeah, no. maybe not. Maybe you're not worth that much. Maybe yeah. don't do that again. Yeah. So I don't know. I know. I don't know. Maybe Fox will say nothing. Maybe nobody will say nothing. Maybe nobody will find 
Maybe there won't be enough of a... Of a I, will, I mean, it does seem you know, like the networks, I'm sure, are well aware that at least once a year, WWE drops a turd like this. Yeah. It seems to happen. Last year, I believe last... Yeah, last year was the Bailey. This Is Your it was, Life. It was May of last year. And I yeah. believe the year before that was the old day segment. Yeah. And you can probably go further back. Once a year, but the just thing an is, absolute disaster of a segment. The thing is, it's, it's one thing to just be boring or unfunny for an extended period of time. And that was This Is Your Life, Bailey. There's nothing overwhelmingly offensive about it, you know. But in this day and age when so many people are taking another look at what is and is not acceptable in terms of this kind of content, you know, people are sensitive about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. And they're outspoken about yeah. it. And so this could cross a line. And for a lot of people, maybe it doesn't. But for a lot of people and for a very vocal uh, uh, number of people, it does. Mm-hmm. And you don't, as a company, do you really, do you really, is it really worth it to, to potentially have those people? You know, if people are saying, oh, this, this is your life, Bailey. It's so long and boring. I mean, no, no sponsor is going to care about that. You know, mm-hmm. the ratings stay the same. Mm-hmm. But if people out there are saying, hey, this is potentially transphobic or whatever, you know, those are valid concerns yes, that's true. to a lot of people that yeah. might have some impact on, on, you know, the money about yep. it. It's surprising to me that they would be so, so tone deaf that they wouldn't realize that this made it out of the writer's room. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, TV negotiations are ongoing right now. Maybe we should play it a little bit safe. You know, maybe we shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff that could potentially be offensive to, to a great number of people out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, yeah, no, that's true. If you do or do not consider it offensive, I just, I'm surprised that a company who's worried about the bottom line is worried about making a lot of money would do something like that. It's surprising to me. So, and I just, and here's the thing for me, it was so, it was so awkward. And me personally thought it was so, I was, I started watching when the, when the dudes came out dressed up like women and they got in there, I was like, I, this is so cringeworthy. I fast forward it this morning. I was like, well, this is my job. Got to watch I, it. I can't like talk about it if I can't watch it. So I watched it this morning and, uh, and it was just as bad as I figured. It'd yeah. Be. It was awful. It was just as bad as I figured it'd yeah. be. It was awful. So anyways, uh, he brings out these guys dressed like women. They're supposed to be Bobby Lashley sisters. And they kind of... Uh, they have give, all the traits of the things that yeah, he talked yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they give their own takes on what uh, Bobby mentioned in his interview with Renee Young. Mm-hmm. So one of them was carrying a broom um, and said that she he <laughs> um, used that um, to defend herself. Yeah. Yeah. Against Bobby because he would uh, pick on her, on her all the time. Mm-hmm. Second um, sister said that uh, they bought the helmet because Bobby would come around and thump him on the head mm-hmm. with his knuckle. Yeah. Third one had that towel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Bobby Lashley came down to the ring, and like his reaction to the whole thing was weird. It was. It was. I, it, I think the idea was like he was was laughing it off. Yeah. But it, I don't B- know. Bitter, bitter is a bad look. Like just unnecessarily. I don't think. I, I think they want Bobby to have some. I mean, the dude does have charm and he does yes, have personality. Yes. And it's so funny because I saw so much more of that in Impact than I ever had in the first place in mm-hmm, WWE. Mm-hmm. Or we're seeing now. Or we're seeing now. But they want him to. They want him to be a guy who is, you know, willing to. It seemed like he was willing to laugh at. Like he wasn't taking anything seriously. Yeah, and I think he understood this was going to end with him whooping up on Sami yes, Zayn. Yes, um, and when he tried to do that, uh, the sisters attacked mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Lashley. He was able to, of course, get the upper hand and, and dispatched of him pretty quickly. Yeah, um, but no, the, throughout the segment, it's 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 the worst thing. It's the worst type of segment when the you can just feel the vibe of the crowd, and the crowd is understanding. It, the, the revelation is dawning on them that I just paid like, you know, X number of dollars for this ticket and they're laying this turd on me mm-hmm, live. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it, when, when it's a restless, annoyed crowd, it's yeah. the worst. Well, one of the questions we have here later on um, was uh, essentially, I'll paraphrase because we'll get to it later. Um, uh, you know, don't you wish the crowd had been more vocal in terms of chanting, this is boring, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I'm kind of happy they didn't mm-hmm. because it just forced everybody to set in what was going on yeah. and understand what an absolute disaster that was mm-hmm. and the fact that they were just kind of like tuning it out essentially. Yeah. They weren't really paying any attention to it, only yeah. amplify that. Yeah. You know, maybe and you know we've heard with Roman at times that 
specifically that, you know, well, he's getting a reaction, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the sense that there was no reaction to the segment at all from the live crowd, it'll, this is wishful thinking on my part, it'll, it'll, it'll force creative, you know, second guess some of these ideas are coming up with because they're awful. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, like you said, once a year they drop a turd like this, hopefully in May of 2019, they'll do one that isn't quite as, you know. They'll hopefully learn their lesson in some respect. Hopefully they'll learn their lesson, exactly. Anyways, moving on after that, we had uh, Ember Moon versus Alexa Bliss. It was preceded by an Alexa Bliss interview where, man. In gorilla position. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, where it was she, in gorilla position again. She that's brought up the, 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 the Romans and the Visigoths. Yeah. Yeah. An analogy that wasn't exactly totally fitting. It's um, the only thing I have this to compare to is there isn't the, the episode of uh, Next Generation. <laughs> course it comes back next generation uh picard was talking about it was like a borg episode i think and he was talking to guinan about like uh the borg and how they're about to face them and it was the one where he became locutus but he wasn't locutus yet yeah yeah they're about to engage and uh he was like i wonder if the romans watching the visigoths coming over the horizon understood blah 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 something like that it was very deep and cool this was none of those things no no (laughs) it was like alexa bliss i don't think god bless her soul i'm i'm i might i'm I'm pretty sure she sort of talked as if she didn't quite well she's probably given the script like 10 minutes before yes she's supposed to understand the sack of rome uh 10 minutes before they go live well in gorilla position and use it as a a, a metaphor for her loss against ember moon a couple weeks back exactly she said the visigoths uh the the romans were were taken by surprise by the visigoths yes but that's not going to be me this time this time she said i didn't even know ember moon was when she showed up and this time the roman was taken by surprise that already happened right that already happened and now I, i know i understand more of who she is and uh, so now I'm going to, it's like, no. No, what she needed to find was an example of similar to that where somebody or something was taken by surprise, mm-hmm. was vanquished re-gooped. at the moment, re- regrouped, regrouped, yeah. regrouped, and got the upper hand. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. Bust out some uh, Sun Tzu, maybe. Yeah, yeah something, something like, like that. that. But that wasn't the idea. That wasn't what happened here. No. Whoever wrote this saw was watching some documentary on History Channel. But didn't watch the full thing. <laughs> they just watched the part about the sack of Rome. Right. And thought, oh, okay, this is I can use this in a promo, but didn't watch the rest they, of it. They probably figured, oh, I'm sure Rome came back even stronger than ever after that. <laughs> no. Anyways, um, so yeah, she had that little interview thing. And it was, hey, you know what? God bless her, though. She didn't that because it was a pretty oh there was a lot of stuff to get through. there was a lot of and stuff she to didn't get stumble through. once she didn't stumble once nope I'd be like so here's the thing Ember Moon it's like four ten eighty I think the Visigoths surprise the they had one thing the Romans didn't the element of su- surprise surprise and bows and arrows <laughs> <laughs> but the Romans um they had and then Vince is just staring at me right now. <laughs> She finishes up. Are we good? The, Ro- <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. the Romans, they had axes. God, why didn't they write that for Baron? Why didn't they write that for Baron? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rome, and no way Jose can be goth. And he beat me by roll up. He beat me by Took me by up. surprise. Yeah, but I'm not going to be rolled up. But again. I'm not going to be surprised again. No. How much do you pay for Twitter opinions? Anyways, um, yeah, so Mickey James came out with Alexa Bliss. Uh, it's just partway during the match. She, she took just, off her shoe. She, well, she gets to, in the ring yeah, and takes off one of her high heels. Yeah, man. I guess it was about to use it as a weapon. The yeah. ref saw it said, you're out of here. Oh, yeah. Um, so Alexa had no help. She eats an eclipse. Yeah. Ember picks up the win. Man, this makes me so happy. I yeah, feel, same here. This is one of the few times. This is one of the very few times. I have been happier with the booking of an NXT person, alumni, on the main roster. They've treated her better than they treated her in NXT. Oh, yeah. Because she was basically a glorified transitional champion. Like, they always booked her strong, but just not strong enough. She just beat Alexa Bliss. I know. Like, clean with her freaking Eclipse. Yep. God damn, she is such a good wrestler. She's fantastic. Man. So, yeah. No, that was rad. That was great. They just, they need to, she, I, I really just hope that to, to become sort of a well-rounded um, character, character, 
I, I really want her to take whatever promo classes Cass is taking. Because I think Cass has done a good job mm-hmm. with his promos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon, just take some promo classes. Mm-hmm. Talk to an acting coach or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, all just all about ebb and flow and performance. Cause but honestly, it's one of those things where her wrestling's so damn good. Oh, I know. Especially that, compared to everybody else. she's just decent at promos, she's going to go far. Yeah, I know. I know. I and really, I, th- I don't think she, she's not bad. She just... It just, it just she, it's, it's it's the opposite of Roman Reigns' problem. She's too intense in her promos. Yeah, too tries often. too hard. She tries too hard. Yeah, she puts too much in it. She just needs to know the ebbs and flows of of the performance and when to dial it up and when to dial it back a little Tony bit. Tony, man, put a Corona in her hand. Chilling out helps everybody. It's true. Stephanie backstage. Oh yeah, Stephanie was backstage. So she took over Kurt Angle's office. Put yeah. some flowers in there. Picture of her dad. Yeah, that was cute. Um, in walks Finn and Braun Strowman. Finn wants a rematch against Dolph and Drew, mm-hmm. uh, based on the finish last week. And she says, "Hey, you're not tag team. You're singles. Forced to tag." Yeah, and so she said, um, "Oh, first she offered him. She said, would you like some fruit?'" And Balor said, no, I'm good on fruit. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> he grabs an apple. Grab Braun does. Apple, put it by his side, right? Which set up this amazing moment. I love Braun and Finn. Um, so so she, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. She says, she says uh, you know, you guys aren't a team. You guys are both going to be facing each other in Money in the Bank. Why don't we get a little preview in the spirit of competition? Oh, because she's, she's trying to rouse him up a little bit. She's like, Finn... I'm pretty sure you feel Braun was the reason why you guys lost last week. Well, so she said, Braun, I feel, you know, Finn was the one who got pinned last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And they both kind of looked at each other. Yeah. And, uh, and then she said, in the spirit of competition, why don't you guys fight tonight? And so that ended up being our main event match. Well, it's funny because Finn just smiles like, okay, cool. And then yeah. Braun gets the apple, smashes it. Yeah. I like competition. <laughs> and there's a smashing of the apple that and you see, scared Finn. You see Finn's look like, oh, man. Somebody, even though he totally lost last night, Finn, I think that he has, number one, he seems like he's have he's having a lot of fun regardless of what he's doing. But I think especially working with Braun these last two yeah, weeks, yeah. there seems to be an extra little spring in his expressions. Yeah. You know? And he also, he had a great showing in the main event last night. Oh, and, my God, he did, and yeah. he probably got Braun's best match mm-hmm. out of him. Just yeah. based, because they just told a good story. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. complicated. Yeah. It's a pretty good story. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. Um <clears throat> So anyways, that was coming up later on in the main event. Uh, but before that, we had another No Way Jose versus hey, Baron Baron Corbin. Corbin. They were talking about Baron Corbin, Ruby Riot, and uh, Corey, Graves Corey Graves doing a photo shoot for yes. magazine or yes. ink or inked. I yeah, it's a tattoo one. magazine. Yeah. And there's a magazine for tattoo enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Yeah, man. I love inked. It's like classy because there's like a couple different variations. I used to look at tattoo magazines mm. um, and there's like a couple variations on them. There's like the nicer ones, yeah. which is like inked. Yeah. Like very nice photography. Then there's like some super trashy ones. Not I'm not going to say trashy, but there's like a lot of like um, pictures from like tattoo conventions. And so you just see like some old dude's ass because like they take a picture of the back of him naked because you got like all these elaborate tattoos and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so that was fun. And then during this match. Corey Graves said something that was very interesting about Baron Corbin, but it also sounds like the most Baron Corbin thing imaginable. He says he collects skulls. Human skulls. That's weird. That's that's to me that's weird. It's a little weird. I don't know what to make of that, man. Yeah, I don't know either. But as you said, it is. When, after he said Baron that, I was Corbin like, thing. man, I'm probably never gonna get Baron to say this is you're watching going in wrong <laughs> or, or Hey, you're not me. That's it takes, there's somebody, there's some, there's some odd things going on there to collect skulls, man. Like those are people. They should be like resting in the ground or mm-hmm. something, not mm-hmm. chilling on Baron Corbin's mantle. Mm-hmm. This is a little weird, right? A little bit. <laughs> it's, it's not even like it's a, you mentioned off camera. You're like, it'd be cool if he was like recreating scenes from Oh Hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, your head. You're not me. <laughs> anyways. Um, anyways. Uh, surprise, Corbin surprise. Kicked out of a, a roll-up attempt. Yeah, that was huge. But then he hit it end of days on No Way Jose. Picked up the win. Yeah. Not a surprising result. I'm coming around to his theme song. I just wish they would start it when the dude's vocals kick in. No, his old, his old theme. Old theme was way better. Well, just because. Well, how about the, if this new one started out with a motorcycle? 
Would that make it cooler? No, this song was better. Well, it'd make it cooler. It though. would make it cooler, but his old song was better. <laughs> it just didn't have vocals. I guess they wanted vocals for Barry. <laughs> Anyways, Kurt Angle's backstage. Again, he's talking to Chad Gable and tells Chad Gable that he would have been the one mm-hmm. to replace Jinder Mahal in yeah, the Monday Night Qualifier. Right about that. Yeah, if Called he that had one. his way. However, he didn't. Stephanie went over his head again, put Kevin Owens in the match. Hey, for being for being just a regular backstage segment, I thought this had all sorts of charm to it. Yeah. Because they had they had to reference the fact that Kurt Angle got kicked out of his office. He said, I gave it to Stephanie. But we all know he got kicked out of it. Yeah. And Drew and uh, Dolph come in. They come into the shot. And Kurt Angle, I said this before, I think they did miss a huge opportunity to have Chad Gable be a son. Because him they're and Chad literally Gable, the same height. They're the same height. They look like they're comparable in terms of build. And when they stand there in silence, they have chemistry. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like they really do come off like father son. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was an opportunity missed. I hope they do big things with Chad Gable because I really like him. Yeah, I do too. Um, anyways, uh, Drew and Dolph enter the picture. Dolph starts making fun of Kurt Angle's new office. It's yeah. a backstage area with yeah. some pipes around. Yeah, Drew uh, acts menacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets into in Chad Gable's face, but he's like way taller. Yeah, than he's him, good. So. Eight inches taller. You hear that? Taller. You hear that rumor that Vince is really high on Drew? Well, he is the chosen one. Why would he not be high on him? That guy is fantastic. Yeah, he is. Yeah, man. I don't know if you paid attention to because this all led to a match between Chad Gable and Dolph later on. Yeah. Um, I couldn't take my eyes off Drew in the background. I know. Lurking in the back. I know. Like he just went out to, to grab the ropes and did this. Yeah. Yeah. So slow. I know. Oh, my God. He's so great. He's just like, he's intensity personified. Yes. He should give some intensity to Roman Reigns because Drew mm-hmm. has intensity to spare. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Uh, next, the B team mm-hmm. versus Breezango. Breezango dropped an iPhone promo before the match uh, uh, criticizing the B team's fashion choices and also putting over their new t-shirt. Yeah. They have a new t It's the one with the ticket on it. Right? Yeah. It's not yeah. a bad looking shirt. Yeah. It's a decent looking shirt. It's okay. It's probably uncomfortable as all get out though. Um, let's see. Anytime you have like a giant image, just I know. Stuff screened on, on an already yeah. probably stiff shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, B team picked up the win with their finisher in a pretty short match. And yeah, the, uh, the celebration seemed longer than the match. It itself. was, they went and grabbed the chair from the commentary uh, table and rode it down the ramp. It was mm-hmm. a pretty fun they celebration. Went, they went everywhere. It was great. Yeah. Next, Ronda Rousey and Nia Jack's contract signing with Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, man, I think they did as much with this as they could have because neither Nia nor Ronda are like terribly good promos. Um, Stephanie, I'm glad that Stephanie was out there. Because yeah, it's probably a good idea for her to carry the segment. It just yeah. felt. You know, we just had, you know, Stephanie talking a ton to open the show. I know. It was shades of the old authority days yeah. when it was just way too much Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought this was, they kept it simple. There was no physicality. Um, no, I mean, like Stephanie was, was, was you know. Egging him on. Poking at him a little bit. Saying, yeah. you know, hey, you know, Naya thinks this. Rhonda thinks this. Yeah. Can you, hey, Rhonda, can you even get the, uh, the arm bar on Naya? Yeah. None of it was like out of line, though. I mean, she made reference to Naya's size, but I didn't well, feel like... Well, she said she's, you know, made reference to Naya having, being lazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of out of line. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. It was what it was. Uh, Rhonda at the end said... Well, they shook um, hands, and Rhonda said, I'm going to take the woman, your woman's title and your arm. And your arm. I thought it was reasonably well delivered. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think you and I both agree this probably should have waited a little while. But and if the reasoning behind putting Ron to this match now is true, it's ridiculous. I know. There's we a wealth have, of other things that we could have we could have come up with like ten other things she could have done off the top of our heads. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, so, anyways, next up we had. I mean, Chad, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's funny. No, I was gonna I was gonna mention this. Um, so yeah, we had Chad Gable, Dolph Ziggler. After that, we had some Riot Squad stuff, and I feel like this that would have been a perfect opportunity for the Riot Squad, especially to be Nia Jax's next thing to get mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. because there's not a lot for the Riot Squad to do. Like, they get no reaction. I know. They get virtually zero reaction. I know. And it's a shame because I like Sarah Logan a lot. Um, I really like Ruby Riot. Liv Morgan is whatever. She's, she's you know, there's been NXT call-ups who, who may not have been quite ready mm-hmm. who got called up and then kind of floundered because mm-hmm. of it. But I think she's really, she's stepped up her game quite yeah. a bit since her call-up. No, she's fine. She, she, I mean, she's got great packaging at mm-hmm, least. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she's like decent. Um, 
But yeah, they get like zero reaction. And I just feel like a, a fairly high profile yeah. situation with them and Nia Jax could have could have done a lot for a lot of people. You know, it's a small thing, but Ruby Riot's theme song is such Oh, it's such a face theme. Exactly. Song. Yeah. They oh, need yeah. something a little a little darker, a little more menacing. Yeah. Still could be punk. Yeah. But not so pop punk. Make it a little you know, a little little faster, a little grimmer. Like uh a little more hardcore. Some uh some Rollins stuff. Yeah. Why why am I blanking on his black, oh, flag. black flag? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of that. That'd be cool. TV party. Can it be TV party? <laughs> that might be a little too jokey. TV party tonight. It wouldn't make a lick of sense. No, it wouldn't, especially at the end when they're shouting out uh, TV shows. <laughs> Dallas! Monday Night Football! That's incredible! <laughs> Fridays! <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, that was funny. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, Chad Gable versus Dolph. It was a fun match. It was Got a uh, six-pack, and I don't want you. Highlighting their, their amateur wrestling backgrounds. Um, but Dolph won with a super kick, mm-hmm. ultimately. And then afterwards, Drew got in the ring and just gave Chad Gable, Chad Gable, sorry, yeah. a Claymore. Oh, man, it was great. Freaking love Drew McIntyre. God, what a freaking stud he is. Why can't he be face of company, Larson? I know, man. Have him go out there against Stephanie McMahon. And he'd do that, like, simultaneously sort of, like, half-flirting, kind of charming but menacing thing that he does. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. When are we going to get him as face of the company? After he has his program with Dolph. I hope so. That's what it's got to be. Man, I hope so. I hope they're just waiting him out so that he doesn't get injured again. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, you're good to go. You're face of company. Yeah. Oh, man, he's so good. His injury was just kind of a freak thing. I know, but you never know, man. Yeah. Next up, we had that match I was talking about, Dana Brooke versus Sarah Logan versus Liv Morgan versus Natalia. It was, it was a pretty fun match. No, it's a fun match. They just get zero heat. The Riot Squad get no heat whatsoever. Yeah. Because they don't really let them – do anything. I don't know, man. It bums me out because I like I like them. Yeah. I think they're good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Sarah Logan tapped out to a sharpshooter. So Natalia is going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. That's good. I like her. Yes. I like her a lot. And she gave an interview afterwards as well, saying she's going to win because her trading partner is Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Uh, next, Elias dropped a promo and he did a little sing-along with the crowd there in this albany was good yeah. it was good this was good he says but then he of course he turned he said he did a thing where yeah it was a sing-along and he said <clears throat> i want you to sing i love elias or something like that he does the cue and then they say i love elias yes. and then he did that a couple times crowd was super into it and he, he said, said it's great when people you know love you so much but it's too bad i don't feel the same way about but any one of you here yeah he says what do you expect from me i just came back i was at the eiffel tower roaming the streets of turin he's turin yeah yeah and then i'm here in this dumpster what is dump city this dump of a city albany new york yeah oh it's great anyways he got once again interrupted by bobby rude bob rude yes and they had a match um, Elias three attacks. minutes for that guy to freaking come to the ring. Elias attacked Bob Roode before the bell while he's still in his robe doing his glorious pose. Mm-hmm. Um, had the upper hand. Bob Roode uh, turned the tables, but ultimately, eight defeat. Elias knocked Bob Roode off the top rope, mm-hmm. hit drift away, picked mm-hmm. up the win. Clean yep. victory. It's actually a pretty fun match. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I just, I wish they'd put, they'd inject a little bit of, you know, sometimes matches are just fine just being matches, just, just being about the wrestling. I feel like, especially with Bobby Roode, I want to see a bit more of like his personality, I guess. And I feel like him and Elias could have some really good back and forth stuff. Mm-hmm. I want some of that. I want some like no, story, agreed. Some story I agree. I agree. I agree. Have Elias steals robe or something. Something silly. Something stupid. Yes. I'm yes. fine with it with these guys. Yeah, imagine Elias out there uh, wearing Bob Rude's robe. See, singing a song. There you go. There you go. It'd be. What if he started singing the glorious theme song? There you go. It'd be hilarious. Glorious Elias is Elias is and you get the crowd he will be into victorious. It. And our main event, Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor. You know, this is a pretty basic story. Braun looking to overpower Finn. Finn us- using his quickness advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, Braun had the upper hand decisively. Hold on a Finn second. Finn would mount a little bit of forgot, offense. Forgot to mention as Elias walked back up the ramp. Bronze music hit. Oh, yeah. No, and he that, comes yeah. running. Shoulder tackles him. Shoulder tackles Elias. And Corey Graves said, it's like somebody just shot Braun out of a cannon. That was a great line. That was great. Um, Finn eventually got the upper hand a bit on the outside. 
um, did like a running stomp off the apron of the Braun and then a coup de gras off the barricade. Yeah. Was going for the count out win. Braun got in about eight. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, a really fun match. Um, some of Braun's trash talk was pretty funny. Yeah, it was really good. Where's your smile now? Where's your smile now? Um, Braun eventually won with a power slam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the match, he picked up Finn, thinking that he was going to you know, he was gonna power slam again. Instead, he just rested him in the corner, mm-hmm. did his pose. Corey Graves said that must be a sign of respect. Yeah, and that Braun took the Twitter saying as much. Yeah, exactly. So that's cool. It's, it's interesting. They, I, I'm, I'm wondering, while they're figuring out the Roman thing, are they seeing what they can do with Braun? This is an interesting test because you have Finn Balor, who's also one of the top faces in the company. Yeah, and, and Finn was getting a good reaction whenever he'd make his comeback. People were into it. But then at the same time, there were a couple times when the crowd were chanting, get these hands. Yeah. So they're seeing, okay, well, where do we stand with Braun? What kind of reaction is he going to get? If we get him in there with one of the most popular guys, mm-hmm. what kind of reaction is he going to get? And people are still really into him. Yeah. They weren't booing him because he was beating Finn Balor or anything like that. They were really into him. They like to see Braun. And they were do really his into thing. the match towards the end too. Yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. when there's when there's some drama involved mm-hmm. with Finn making his comeback because it was just fantastic storytelling. Yeah, it was like... probably Braun's best match. Yeah, yeah. From I a storytelling perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, let's move let's over to questions. questions. Yeah, let's. Let's. Oh, oh yeah, Patrick Oliva mentioned there's a women's gauntlet match next week for the last Money in the Bank spot on Raw. Oh, gauntlet matches are great. So there's Riot <laughs> Squad, Sasha and Bailey, and I think Dana Brooke. That's all happening. Oh, cool. So it's like one of those second chance deals. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It's exactly what it is. It's exactly. It's exactly what it is. Precisely. Exactly. Uh, Double J Joe Jensen. I know you usually don't uh, dig a crowd hijacking a segment, but don't you think the crowd could have saved the show with a boring chant or what chance with a Sammy segment? Good God, that was awful. That was awful. But as I said earlier, I kind of appreciate the fact they gave it zero reaction. There are times... Me too, because I think that makes the bigger statement. Yes. But there are times when I'm kind of okay with the crowd trying to hijack a, uh, hijack a segment. If they would have started chanting very loudly, this is boring, that would have done it, I think. I think that would have accomplished the same thing. But yeah, lack of reaction is always really good too, because mm-hmm. that's just, that's horrible. You know, when you just hear nothing. You know, there's moments where, you know, the <clears throat> lines are scripted to get a reaction mm-hmm. and there's silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sends a statement. The Six Inch Cyclops asks, who is going to be the next person to beat Braun wow. clean? Hmm. Clean? I'll say Drew McIntyre in yeah. like two years. And that's like down the line, I think. Yeah. That's down the line, yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, Minnesota Joe, am I the only one who thinks Stephanie's return makes Raw way less enjoyable? I don't want to see a 20-minute promo from her every week now. See, the thing is, she could add quite a bit, but it's not going to be in the form of 20-minute promos. If she came out solely to do the the contract signing bit, I think she added to that. I think she was better than if it would have been Kurt. Mm -hmm. I think she added to that. I just thought the bit at the beginning with her and Roman was just lame. Yes. Um, Nate Morris with the SmackDown uh, deal, SmackDown deal with Fox. What are the chances they might end the brand split by next year? Oh, even less. Yep. Even less than they ever would have. No, I think they're going to make them even more distinct now. Mower of Lawns, Alex C. Is it cynical of me to think they're trying to use Seth's super babyface heat to make it look like Roman is being cheered? No, that's exactly what they're doing. So they did with Dean and Roman a couple years back. Right. They're trying to get Roman over by associating him with somebody who actually is over. Yeah. The same reason they reformed the shield when they did. Probably. I mean, it's not going to work. No, it's never worked. I think it had a chance to work when they were the shield. I really do. I think it had a chance well, to work. Well, it would have been if they had booked it so they all had titles to end Mania. Yeah. They would have been, people have been cheering the shield yes. as champions. Yeah. Not Roman. Right, yeah. The collective shield. But he is one third of the shield. I'm aware of that. So they would have been cheering a part of him. Yes. An aspect of Roman, which yes. is more than what they're doing now. Yes. They don't cheer any aspect of him. No. Well, some people do. They cheer when he's gone. They cheer when, Ste- what did Stephanie say? God, she, there was one line. She said something like, you'll be out of this company. You'll be fired from this company or you won't be here anymore. Something like that, and the crowd cheered. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Aaron Moreno, how much this feud against Roman, how much does this feud against Roman help Jinder? And where does he end up on the card after this feud? I think Jinder's pretty well established as one of, if not the top mid-card heel. I'm happy about that. Yeah, me too. Because, I mean, I was worried that he would just sort of fall Mm -hmm. off big time. Mm -hmm. And... The dude puts in the work. Mm-hmm. He he does get like true heel heat. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the best face in the business, yeah, man. Yeah. That face is fantastic. And now he has the added legitimacy of being a former WWE champion. I do. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I kind of wish. I kind of wish they would have. I know Seth with the IC title is great and everything, and they're really elevating that title with him. Part of me kind of wishes they would have shifted that back over to to SmackDown though, and did the switcheroo and had the US title go to Raw. Yeah. I wish they would have done that. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> All right. Booby, booby, bum, bum says rank these segments from least worst to worst. And, uh, Brock without the K Lesnar has a similar question, um, where it's F Mary kill these segments, but we'll just rank them the old day. Bailey, this is your life. And, uh, Bobby Lashley sisters. I would say the old day is the least worst is the best of the bunch because I don't recall it being as lengthy or as I think the sisters one is probably the worst because when you have people like saying, you know, like, man, I was looking at Twitter this morning. There's people out there saying I'm kind of done with the WWE for now after this. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and not just a couple people like, cause I, I was like, okay, what's the response to this? A lot of people are like, man, this is just not, yeah, it was just pissed on all over the place. Yeah. Like people are pretty hot about it. The Bailey is your life one was just, it was just a black hole of reaction. Yeah. It was just there. Nothing was happening. It was just dying. And in it front went of on everybody. forever. And it went on forever. I looked, um, the, the old day segment is on WB's YouTube channel mm-hmm. and it's four minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Long. Definitely isn't good. No, it was awful. I'm just saying, I feel like that was less bad than the other two. Whereas Bailey, this is your life was about, 12 minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see here. And yeah, the segment last night <clears throat> with Lashley and, and his sisters was about 15 minutes. So uh, it's the longest of them all. Which one is the longest? The Lashley sister, about 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Daniel, this Col- is all based on this length of YouTube videos of, okay. of the respective things. Daniel Collette says, uh, "Hey, friendos, new Patreon with my first question. I was at Raw and SmackDown in London last week, and it was an awesome experience uh, with a white hot crowd both nights. My question is, what is the best crowd experience you've ever been a part of? I would probably say it was the Raw after Mania we went to. Oh, that was fun. That was." A pretty big one. I mean, this, uh, one singular moment was definitely at Mania 31 when Seth cashed in. Oh. You know, there were 70,000 people losing yeah, their mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, as far as the whole show, Mania, yeah. the Raw after Mania, yeah. That was that was a very, it was a special moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the Roman, I mean, the entire arena just dumping. Dumping all over dumping Roman. Over and range. him kind of eating it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yeah, the cash in, the, in terms of that singular moment, Plus, like, you know, they had the Sting Triple H match, which is tons of fun. That was a fantastic mania. Penultimate Tommy Wiseau. Zack Sabre Jr. said, uh, Taji Ishimori, when asked, if you could switch bodies with any wrestler, who would you choose? Because he liked the way Ishimori's abs feel. Which wrestler's abs do you want to run your hands across? I'm not big on running my hands across other people's abs. I mean, I want to have I want to have my own Balor abs. I want to run my yeah, so exactly. I can do this with. But them. do you think you would learn something by running your hands over Finn's abs? No, no. As far as how to achieve them? Yeah, no, no. Okay, that would take a conversation with him, asking him how he achieved those abs. Would it be more motivational? No. for you to feel the abs. No, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't want to touch anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great answer, though. Uh, let's see here. The undisputed Frendo Logdats. What would you like to see more right now? Finn as Universal Champion or Braun as Universal Champion? 
Give me Finn and then give me like a three-month program with Finn and Braun. I'm going to say Braun, but then move Finn over to SmackDown. Yeah? Put him in a program for the WWE title. Yeah, that'd be good, kind of have my cake and eat it, too. Okay. Fair enough. Um, oh, God. <laughs> this, this is my favorite question. I think this is, is this Cody Miles, G, the going yes. in raw Wolfpack predictions keeper. In kayfabe, how does Baron get his human skull collection? Well, he steals them. I guess he's so, a yeah. grave robber. Oh God, <laughs> he's a grave robber. Of course. Hey. Oh wow. Baron Corbin, another town, another cemetery, another addition gosh. to my collection. Oh my gosh. Hey, skull. Um, the official IWGP Friendoverse Heavyweight Champ Zach S. Assuming they use the Seth Rollins Open Challenge like the John Cena one. Power rank NXT stars that should make a one-off main roster appearance to challenge Seth. Oh, yeah. What a rip. Just realized we didn't get an open challenge last night. Um, Ricochet. That match would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Velveteen Dream. That'd be good. Adam Cole, baby. Oh, yeah. With rip tape. Uh, Anti-Hamelanian. Uh, are Dolphin Drew the new Thebar? They could be. I mean, their 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 catchphrase is like basically just that. You yeah, know? we aren't. We're not trying to steal the show. We, we are, are the show. show. Um, and they they fill the same spot that they did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if he's trolling us right now or not. But Bronze Grappling Hook says, "Could you see the B team having a career similar to Edge and Christian as a tag team?" No, that win streak is going to end eventually. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to go on for a little while. But I don't think they're ever going to be taken really seriously. Yeah, I know. I would like them to be, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um. Nemo wants to know how, if at all, will the Fox deal affect the return of the XFL? It probably makes it a bit more certain if McMahon's putting his money into it. I mean, it might, you know, isn't McMahon putting like his own money into it? Well, I mean, the the, the original startup money, yeah. Yeah. He sold some WB stock to $100 million, whatever. But then he sold, WWE does have a a stake in it. In the new XFL, mm-hmm. after he said they're going to be separate, because I guess he WWE sold <clears throat> Alpha Entertainment, like the intellectual property of the old XFL, <clears throat> in exchange for a stake in the mm-hmm. new XFL. I mean, I'm sure it just makes it more likely to actually happen. I don't know if it's you know um, how to lose at video games. Would you guys like to see Alexa bliss history buff? Yes. Her character. Yes. If it doesn't happen for real, can you please make it a new going in raw character? A la <laughs> beloved cigar aficionado cast. Oh man. I really wish that. I really wish they wrote that for Baron Corbin. Oh, I know back when in the 1970s, when the Visigoths and the Romans, it'd be like that Dirk Diggler. Stuff. Yeah. Or drunken history. <laughs> yes. All right, let's do one more question. We can do play per view. I like skulls. Do you skull? They're from history. Oh, man. Tim Morris. Will WWE be able to afford better writers now? In theory. I think there's going to be more. Yeah. They can afford more writers now. I mean, Vince is going to hear what Triple H said. More but better. And just yeah. think more is better. <laughs> Uh, you want to do play per view? Yeah, let's do play per view. Man, do, how about did you hear about those freaking pay per views being confirmed oh, as I being know. super long? I know. I'm it's, gonna do a slamboree. Okay. WCW slamboree. I like where your headspace is at. Right 94. Now. Okay. Slamboree 94. Was there a slamboree in 1992? I don't know. I'm gonna find out. Oh, the first one was in '93. So I'm going to do, I'll do the first one. You do the second one. We'll see how these stories played out over the year. All right. What was the attendance on yours? <clears throat> 4,000. Jeez. First one was 7,000. Where's the first one at? The Omni. 
Oh, in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. This one, this one was in the Philadelphia Civic Center. Oh, wow. Uh, how many matches do you have? Results. I have 10. Oh, I only have eight. Okay, I'll ditch the first two. All right, I'll go first. Pretty Wonderful versus Brian Armstrong and Brad Armstrong in a tag team match. I'm going to say Orndorff and Roma went over. Yes. All right. Um, <clears throat> Dick Murdoch, Don Morocco, and Jimmy Snuka took on... No, you know what? That's a no contest. I'm not going to swerve you with that one. Oh, perfect. Here we go. You know, I, I'm just giving you this. Van Hammer versus Sid Vicious. Oh, it's got to be Sid. It's got to be Sid. Um, <clears throat> a singles match for the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. The challenger, Johnny B. Bad, okay. versus the champion, Steve Austin. This is a slambery. Mm-hmm. 94. Who, wait, uh, who's the champion? Uh, Austin. Austin was the champion. I'll say they booked the hell out of Johnny B. Bad. I'll say he won. Yeah, okay. Austin won. All right. Uh, Tag team match. Ivan Koloff and Baron Von Raschke versus Thunderbolt Patterson and Brad Armstrong. Four minutes and 40 seconds of tag team team. action. You think Ivan Koloff won? Yeah. Wrong. No. Um, uh, Terry Funk versus Tully Blanchard. Oh, wow. I'm not going to bet against Terry Funk. Well, it's a double disqualification. Or is it WCW? Let's see here. Nick Bockwinkle versus wow. Dory Funk Jr. Oh, my gosh. They were wrestling in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll go with Bockwinkle. He's younger. Time limit draw. Oh. You're not the only one who can play that game. It was a 15-minute time wow. limit draw. Uh, next, in a singles match, Lord Steven Regal versus the living legend Larry Zabisco. Oh, man. It was the early 90s. Regal was still an up-and-comer. But Zabisco was way past his prime. WCW loves their past their prime, guys. Zabisco. Correct. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> tag team action. Saw. Dustin Rhodes and Kensuke Sasaki take on Rick Rude and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Oh, wow. No title on the line? Nope. I'll go with Rude and Wonderful. Very good. Um, in a bull rope match, Dustin Rhodes versus the Bunkhouse Buck. Or Bunkhouse Buck. I guess there's no the in front of it. Uh, I'll say Dustin Rhodes won. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that the one they did on a truck? No, this is a bull rope match. Oh. I thought that was on a truck. Maybe it was. In a singles match. The Prisoner versus Sting. Sting. Did Sting win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sting won. I was just looking up who this guy was. Yeah, who's the prisoner? Oh, Nails. Oh, okay. Um, next, in a singles match for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, the champion, Ric Flair, versus Barry Windham. Oh, Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, was Barry Windham ever WCW World Champion? I think he was U.S. champ. I don't think he ever got the World Championship. You're right about that. Steel cage match. Ooh. For the NWA and WCW World Tag Team Championships. Ooh. The champions, Hollywood Blondes, Ooh. team of Brian Pillman and yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Versus Dos Hombres, Ricky Steamboat, and Tom Zank. I'll go with the Hollywood Blondes. You'd be right about that, yeah. Uh, next, a match. A Broad Street Bully match for the WCW World Tag Team Championships with Dave Schultz, the special guest referee, the champions, the Nasty Boys, versus Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. I'll say... (laughs) 
I'll say the nasty boys. Nope. Damn it. Uh, singles match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Barry Windham. <laughs> He's answered that question. I guess so. But that was the, because next is the WCW one. So I, my question was, did he ever have the WCW? I was the champion, the NWA champion, Barry Windham, versus the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Oh, Barry Windham. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Sting versus Vader. In a match for the vacant WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, the international title. Um, I'll say Sting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and finally, in a singles match for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, the champion, Big Van Vader mm. versus Davy Boy Smith. No, Vader. Uh, Wrong. Davy Boy won by DQ. Damn. <laughs> well, Vader retained. Five and five. Five and five. Yep. Anyways, uh, that's it for show. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll wait, Hilton, hit the music. Hit the music. Hit the music, Hilton. Come on, wake up, man. There he is. All right, good job, Hilton. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.